episode two of Total Empowercast. My name is Hugo. Hey, I'm Vinny. And we're here with two coaches of CrossFit Total Empowerment. We have Coach Nikki. What's up, guys? Coach James. What's going on, guys? Uh, we're going to be talking about their backstories of how they came to coaching CrossFit and how they, their life led them to a, a healthier lifestyle. Um, we're a big believer in that everyone has a different story here, but the one main thing that we all have in common is that we all ended up in the same gym but everyone came here a different way. So we would love to hear how you guys ended up at CrossFit Total Empowerment. So Coach Tony so. just farted. <laughs> <laughs> just to let you guys know. <laughs> so, okay. so, so, so going off of that note, <laughs> I guess we could start with Coach Nikki. We'll let the ladies go first. Huh? Huh, Nikki? Sure. So how I started here, I um. I wanted to find a new fitness regimen that was going to help me lose weight for my best friend's wedding. So I started researching stuff like a year before the wedding. And I uh, came across a Groupon for this gym. It was like a sick deal. It was $40 for 10 classes. I was like, done and done. I had tried CrossFit once before, and it was miserable. I hated it, but for whatever reason, I was like, let me try it again. And um, I came here, ended up loving it. I was here for about a month until then I went on vacation and I missed it. I was like, I need to do something. So I came back and signed up, gave my card to Tony, be like, I don't know how I'm going to pay for this every month, but here you go. Take my soul with it. And uh, since then, it's, I haven't looked back. Had you, so did you fall in love with so much that you wanted to become a coach? Yeah, that was about, oh God, two years later, a year and a half later, I started looking into being a coach because um, I just saw all the changes that, that I, I mean, I really enjoyed the change that I saw in myself, and I wanted to help other people do that as well. That's awesome. And so the environment here, I mean, I couldn't ask for better coaches. Yeah. I mean, on the first day I came in here, I met all the coaches, I met all the owners, you know, and um, it, I felt at home pretty much immediately. Yeah, that's the, that's the same feeling I got, because you were mainly one of the first coaches that I pretty much got an experience with, like, during the six-week challenge, and... You were there every week, and it was just an awesome experience. I can tell that, that you had so much motivation and drive to not just better yourself, but help others better themselves also, which is great because it really helped me make a decision on becoming a And those six-week challenges are one of my favorite classes to coach because they're just – everyone's kind of new and green and naive. You just see the growth a lot faster, yeah. but you also see their passion kind of grow for it too. Yeah. And, you know, they're a little bit more attentive than our regular classes. Yeah. Um, and uh, – but they're really here to learn and better themselves. Yeah. And they have that drive and motivation right off the bat um, that sometimes in our regular classes, they're, which are phenomenal as well, um, but you have people that are just like, I wanna come in, work out, and, and peace out. Whereas these guys are like, I wanna be here for, for longer. You know, I really wanna make a change. Yeah. They made that commitment for the six, yeah. for the six weeks. Yeah, there's a reason why they made that commitment too, you know? which is awesome. That's what this is meant for, this podcast, yeah. to know yeah. why people committed to working out. You know, that we have a lot of, Older members who, you know, they made a life-changing decision to start working out again. And then after those six weeks, they've gained a lot of more mobility. Um, and it's just great to see not just the younger people working out, but especially the older people. I think it's very motivational. Yeah, I mean, the comments on the six-week challenge, I think it's a great program as well because, you know, like kind of comment with Nikki and many have said, and you said, Hugo, is some people come in here looking for physical dominance, they're coming in, they work, and yeah. work out and they leave. We're simply here for physical confidence and it's a challenge. At that very first class, we work on just like, show me your air squat. 
Yeah. Can you squat? Yeah. You know, can, show me your push-up. Can you keep your elbows tucked? Can you bring your chest to the ground? You know, yeah. uh, same with the ring row. Can you pull yourself up and bring those rows to your arm? You know, basic functional movements. It's just work on that. Let's not worry about anything down the road. Let's just get you healthy. Let's get you fit. And these people else are come with it. these people are generally worried about picking up their kid and playing with their kids. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that's the biggest thing that I hear about these people starting six week challenges. I want to keep up with my three year old. You know, I'm running around playing with them and I get winded after two minutes. You know, whereas, you know, after the six weeks, they're running around and doing anything and everything with their kids and having fun. That, that's the goal of CrossFit. It's functional fitness that lets you lead your life the way you want to lead it. Yeah, and, you get, and obviously things will come along with it. Weight loss, muscle gain, endurance, you know, increase, strength, speed, agility, coordination, balance. That stuff comes along with it. Exactly. Being functionally yeah. fit. Yeah. So it's great. But now that we have you on the mic, Coach James, uh, why don't you let us know how yeah. your fitness jersey led, led you? Led Absolutely. You so high school and, and uh, college, you know, high school, you know, played all sorts of sports, football, um, things of that nature. Uh, played a little uh, baseball as well. In uh, college, played intramural sports. You know, stayed relatively fit, went to the gym, did powerlifting, your basic, you know, global gym type of workouts, uh, bodybuilding type stuff. Uh, after college, kind of let myself go, you know, like just got into the professional world, working uh white collar job, just sitting there behind a computer screen most of the time, uh, eventually caught up to me, you know, especially with my family's uh, genetic background, put on a bunch of weight, uh, I actually got up to like 102, like 215 pounds or something like that, you know, being 5'9", five, 5'8 five, and a half or so, so you know, that's kind of, that's big, yeah. um, you know, just doing a lot of, you know, just a lot of drinking, I drank I drink a lot of beer, I loved uh, pizza, things like that. Um, a lot of refined sugars with a lot of and carbohydrates was the huge problem for me. Then uh, one day, I was sitting on the couch, and it was Saturday, you know, like, I, you know, I had nothing to do on my weekends because I'm, you know, work Monday through Friday, and the best thing, I wouldn't work out, so I would just, all day long, I would just kind of hang out and do whatever I wanted. Sitting on the couch, 2 p.m., I saw an ad for uh, a new year, new six-week challenge. On Facebook? Crossed, yeah, on Facebook, actually. Same thing. Yeah. They don't tell you where it is. Yeah, <laughs> I found it, I just, it just came in my news feed. I, I never, like, looked into it, it just popped up. And I was like, I'm sitting there, and I, I know I've been sitting, I've been thinking for a couple of weeks, I gotta do something different, do something different, I just wasn't motivated. And I was like, all right, here it is, six weeks, I think it was $200 or something like that, yeah. something like yeah. $250, it was $250 There's at the time. Um, for six weeks, three weeks, I'm like, I have nothing to lose. I had done CrossFit before for a month on a coupon, didn't really like it, didn't like the, the, the how the fat gym at the time presented it to me. Mm -hmm. um, so I was like, all right, let me try it again. Like, worst comes to worst, doesn't work out. Whatever, $250 in the hole, it won't kill me. Um, then the first, so I came to the first class, um, I believe Nikki coached it, and we did Cindy, and I was pretty much aware of what Cindy was, you know, I don't know what squat, squat was and a push-up, but I remember doing that workout, and I, I remember my my, um, my wife at the time, my, my girlfriend at the time, came with me, she's like, oh, I want to watch you do it, and I was like, okay, and she actually had to drive home, because I was so <laughs> banged up, I was like, I, I don't want to throw up. And I sat on the couch and when I got home, I was just like, I need you to get me fruit or something. I was just like, I don't, I, it was so bad. Yeah. And for, but it felt good though. Like it was a good feeling. It was like, wow, that was, that was the, yeah, sad. it wasn't like I was doing paint power cleans or walking on my, it was just like I did squats, I did push-ups, and I did ring rows at the time. So I was like, that was pretty tough considering, you know, it seemed so simple. It seemed so functional, really. Yeah. Um, so from there, I just, you know, I really dedicated to the, you know, information that Coach Nikki and Mike and Vinny had given to us in terms of uh, like a paleo lifestyle, so much paleo, more just a cutting out the refined sugars and carbs, and just trying to you know t slowly take things out of your diet and replace it with healthier versions of things instead of like a fried chicken sandwich, get a grilled chicken sandwich, 
soon take away the white bread, make a whole wheat bread, soon take away the bread, you know, little movements like that. And then uh, and it was off the races from there, and I really really challenged myself nutritional-wise, really got to more of like a paleo lifestyle for the most part with some privileges, um, some oats here and there, brown rice, and I just kept working on it, working on it, coming to, come to class, instead of three times a week, four times a week, and five notes every day, incorporating, you know, just good mobility work, and then just happened, it just kept going, kept seeing results, 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 and then eventually I was coming along with a pretty good athlete, an advanced athlete. Now you're a beast. Yeah, I, I, well, I guess so. There's some, uh, there's some <laughs> great athletes out there. I never stop, I don't like to stop, I like to keep moving. Um, like after workout today, I was like, I'm just gonna run. Yeah, <laughs> yeah what time is Vinny coming? Right. I'm gonna be rolling. He's actually squatting right now, we're just talking. But, um, so what got me into coaching, I guess, because I was a person to get for anything, so I think it was, um... I remember when you first started coaching. Yeah, I think it was, it was like... About a year ago, right? Yeah. It was this, I didn't question this. It was like February yeah, or March. Yeah, so it's February last year, 2018, 2018, and I was just like, people always start asking me, like, James, how do I do this? James, how do I do that? I was just like, I, 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 I was showing them how to do it. I was just like, oh, I feel good to do that. You know, I was, you know, felt good to be up and at it and doing something and trying to help others. Because there's one thing I like more than myself PRing or succeeding is I like seeing other people get what they want. It's a little selfish being a coach. Like, yeah. I love helping, you know, when you get your first rope climb, it's like, holy crap. Like, yeah. that's amazing. And it's so cool to watch someone get that. Same thing with the box jump, whether it's 16, 18, 20, 24, whatever it is, the look <laughs> on their face and the feeling that they get, you're like, I helped you get there, yeah. which is like I said, selfish, but like it makes me feel so good. Like, why not do that for my kind It's kind of like it's kind of like um, you owe me everything. Yeah. <laughs> like, like you got there because I, of I guess, me. I guess it's the same feeling also where like when parents have their kids for the first time and they get to celebrate Christmas. You're proud. Like, you yeah. relive your childhood. I get to relive that. I remember someone got the. I remember my first rope climb. It was so funny. Who is that? Who sings that song? Uh, all the way up. For, oh, uh, it's it's uh, it's the first yeah, 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 yeah. It was playing. Oh, whatever, and I got all at the top. I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> it was crazy. I remember that. So when I see people get their first rope lines, I'm just like, wow, I, I, I relive that moment. Yeah, yeah, Dickie's right. I kind of helped with that. I, they put all the work in, but like, I also relive it. Wow, I know what that feels like. It makes me, gives me, it's me pumped up to the point where I want to jump in on the wall. I'm like, all right, no, I want to show you how it's done. <laughs> like, let, me, let me get in on this. You know? That's a great point because, uh, you know, when we, when we come in, we, you know, try to act as role models but there's times where um, you have yeah you have the the athletes actually motivating me to want to go work out more I, I was talking to Monica the other day about how like Ruby I'm like she pushes herself so much I was like sometimes I'm like yo I can't keep that kind of consistency up there to work out so when I work out next day, I'm like yo if you're not quitting I'm not quitting <laughs> we're doing this together I don't care I know I was like but that's that's the beauty of of our athletes who who push us as well, yeah. even as coaches. Yeah. Well, you know, we're down in the trenches with them. For yeah. sure. You know, if I get an opportunity to work out with them, I can't. Like, I'm coaching a class, and then the coach comes like, yo, watch the class, I'm getting in on this. <laughs> like, put my shoes on, I start going, yeah. So, I see the athletes like that as well, seeing coaches. Yeah. One of the biggest things that I've learned from coming to CrossFit Total Paradigm is that it's never good to work out with a negative mindset. So you always want to keep that positive mindset when you work out. Like, even, Even though, like, sometimes, sometimes when people work out, they look like they're pissed off and angry, but they always have that positive mindset. Yeah. And, you know, sometimes I do get down on myself. I get really mad when I don't finish a workout. Sure. And, and, I, and, I, and like, the time cap I, like, comes and I never get to finish. That, like, that really, like, pisses me off. Like, that's, like, I've always been like that. Like, I'm really hard on myself when it comes to, like, 
when it came to sports and working out. So over time, I've learned, like, all right, next time, I know what I'm going to do different. Um, less breaks in between, like, sets and stuff, like, that's going to help me reach that time. So if you come in with a positive mindset every time you work out, you're going to achieve your goals. And it's just the, the feeling of self-fulfillment after working out is amazing. That, that's where our name comes from, you know, yeah. that total empowerment feel. It's not just we want to empower you physically, we want to empower your mind. Because a lot of the times when I work out, and I don't like to work out when I like, can't do it anymore. Um, whenever I'm in a class, I always you know, I have to pick that one person and be like, all right, so I have to beat you or I'm going to compare myself to you because I need to feel that motivation, you know, and it's a mental thing. So it's like, I, I see you breaking, real. I'm not breaking, you know, and it's that, like, that mental battle that you also have to fight with yourself with. Um, and you're trying to, to really empower everything. And then on top of that, you know, we're here as friends, as a community. So we're here, we're here to support you in every single way. So, you know, the name is really, really appropriate. <laughs> There's one thing that I love seeing like, before I work out that really motivates me, and, it's, and it kind of scares me sometimes. Is when, is when you're running your 800s and you just don't want to talk to anyone. Me personally? Yeah. Oh, like, you just went to warm out. You put your headphones yeah. in. You put your headphones in and you just in the zone. I'm like, I gotta get to that level today because that's the level that I need to be on to work out. Well, that's like focus right there. Yeah. She, you know, well, you I do that when I'm front. And you don't want to talk. You don't want to talk to your friends. You don't want to talk. Get, get those endorphins so that I'm happy when I come into the class or like if the workout wasn't enough for me I'm like all right I gotta do something else whatever's on my mind or frustrating me gotta get it out there so Anthony's big with that he's told the coaches when you come in here he's like you gotta put whatever's on the side because you know our members are everything you guys are leaving at the door don't bring that in here it's also the same thing with egos no absolutely like I know like I've seen people at gyms you know they walk in and they, they don't leave their ego at the door. They come in with their ego. And some people, that's how people get hurt. And like, they think they can lift so much weight. But it's not. Like, when I was younger, when I was, like, doing powerlifting and lifting for football, I thought my ego was through the roof. Like, I would throw up weight that I shouldn't have been throwing up. That's why my body's all messed up. But making the transition to starting over and starting at lower weight, and sometimes, occasionally, I'll go heavy. And it's just, like, you just have to leave, like, the ego at the door, come in. The, the more, more you learn, learn, the better. better. So that, that's just the big... And, you know, it still is, I don't want to say it's an issue, but it's it's something that we come up against a lot with some of our members, even myself. You know, half the stuff I was just talking about was my ego getting in the way. But um, a lot of times with our with our members, too, we have to say, all right, you know, even with you sometimes, I'm like, all right, I know your, your shoulder or your back or whatever it might be is bothering you. Keep it light. You know, if you're starting to feel better, you sometimes can I don't slowly... Know. I know, sometimes you don't. Don't no, deadlift 600 pounds. I love the key, but Brandon's the worst. Keep the he never hours. listens. You know, he lets his ego get in the way. I love you, Brandon. I'm listening to this. but And he knows it, too. We've talked about it many times. But Brandon, go hard, bro. <laughs> you know it. Every time, like, I think go Brandon maxes out at the bar. Say <laughs> <laughs> so that all the time. You were last night. I'm shocked. No, he's... But it's something that we as coaches have to make sure that you guys are also keeping in For check. Sure. Yeah. You know? No. There's, it, it's hard, you know, um, you know, because that, that is a skill in its own as a coach, you know, when we say either modifications. A lot of people are like, no, I want to RX. But I'm like, the whole point of this workout is not to be the best in the world. It's to be better than yourself than when you started. So if you're starting down here and you move up just a little bit, guess what? That progress is what we want. We're not trying to get you up here so fast because, one, you can hurt yourself doing that. And, two, you have to develop that skill of understanding, like, hey, if I don't finish the workout, that's okay. Because I still put in work. 
you know, from work for 20 minute work is 20 minutes of work. Whether you whether you did 20 rounds or like 10 rounds, I mean, the work is the work, especially depending on where the, the athlete's yeah. at. So yeah, like I remember I told like one, of, one of our members, like they would tell me, she was like, I'm just, you know, I want to be, you know, I, just, I feel like I'm not doing as good as I should be. You know, I want you know, people look at me a certain way. I took her into the bathroom like, in the mirror, like, what do you see in the, in the mirror? She's like, not nothing. I'm like, that's your competition. It's you. You are your own competition. Exactly. exactly. Nobody else. That, that's who you need to beat today. No one else in this gym. No one's looking at you, and you're not looking at anyone. Like, just put the blinders on. You know, go into each workout with a purpose. Be like, okay, I know I'm not strong here. I'm strong here. I'm going to make sure I focus here better, and let's try to get two rounds today. You know, if you get anything more, you should be happy. You should be happy. Because no one else cares, you know. You know something else that's 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 awesome about we care. <laughs> like, no one's watching you. And I, I, I don't know. Like I know, like me and Vinny talked about this in the last podcast. Like everyone has personal issues, and the best thing about uh, CrossFit Total Empowerment is that everyone's a friend here. Like obviously, like, I might not be close with Coach Nicky or Coach James or Coach Vinny or anyone here, but I know if I need someone to talk to, I, there's always someone there to listen, and they're always there to help. And then, and you know, like. Last year it was it was really tough for me, and I always like like now and then I would talk to people. Like I've had conversations with Nikki and James and Coach Vinny and Coach Abe. Like everyone's helped me out, and I think that completely changed my mindset for for this new year. And it's as cliche as it sounds, like it is a new year, and I am a new me. Like my mindset this year is completely different than it was last year, and that's because of the friendships and the people you encounter here at CrossFit Total Empowerment. And just on that note, you're not the only one who does that, yeah. you know, and so if at any point you did feel alone with that, know that, you know, a lot of members reach out to us and, and we have conversations with them that are not at all fitness related, you know, it has to do with getting through, you know, uh, one thing or another in their lives that they just, um, they, they know that they can come to us. And I, that's the other part of my job that I absolutely love. I like, we, we thrive with that. Yeah. It's, it's, it's awesome. Relationships. Yeah. It's like, you get a friend, you get a friend. You get a friend. <laughs> we all get a friend. <laughs> yeah, also with CrossFit, it makes you stronger mentally, kind of that point where, you know, you can take more on in life, like something, you know, if you're at work or something, you're giving a huge caseload, it's like, okay, no problem. You approach it the same way as you work. Like, what am I going to do here? How am I going to break this up? <laughs> I, I did Fran today, and this is enough. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what I was going to say. It's like, I did heavy Fran. I was like, this is just, just TPS report, right? Yeah. <laughs> It's funny because like everyone here is, is is super friendly, right? But like I, like another one of my motivations is is uh, Wattify. Like, I love looking at Wattify. I love looking at people's arms. When I come in here, like no one knows this, but I in my in my like headspace, I'm competing with you. Like like. Don't post those scores scores early. I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm gonna try to be better than you today. I'm gonna try to be better than you. Like it's just like a self thing. Like I, I have to do that. So like I was saying before, I do that in class, but I do not look at Wattify until I'm done with my workout because I cannot have that certain person in my brain that I'm like, okay, I need to make this time. Like I need to know what is good for me. What's a good time for me? When I look at the workout and say, okay, this is my goal. I'm gonna try to get. If it's a four time workout, I'm gonna try to do 15 minutes, whatever it is. Like today. I saw, I, saw my, I saw the clock halfway throughout the workout, and I was like, all right, I'm at seven minutes. I'm going to try to get it to 12, and I did a 10.56. So, you know, I'm trying that. I'm trying to, like we said, beat yourself, you know, and then when I look at other people's scores at the end, that's when I'm like, all right, what could I have done better maybe to, yeah, to get closer to what that was. And I think that's, that's what CrossFit really does. It, 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 like, 
my uh, my big thing is I love deadlifting, right? But I see that my problems are thrusters. So it's like you see like your your weaknesses in, in the workouts, and that's just any aspect in life, you know. You have to really see. You like you, you might think you're you know a really phenomenal athlete. Like I I come in, I was like, oh yeah, I'm strong. I can do, I can do CrossFit, no problem. And then when I'm like fucking friend <laughs> I was like pull ups no problem Damn like, you thrusting, what the hell is a thruster and I'm like dying after like four of them <laughs> it's, it kind of puts in perspective of like you know you have to focus on uh, not just your strengths but your weaknesses as well and that's what I like about CrossFit because it humbles it humbles me in a certain way every time I program I program things I'm not good at yeah it's good my biggest enemy also is Waterfly though because if I go on Waterfly and I see a workout I'm like Exactly. You just kind of want to walk in. That's, yeah. why, that's why I come in. And if I, I see an 800, if I see an 800 run out there, I'm like, I'm not. My first, I think, year and a half, I didn't look at the workout before coming in. I'm going to have to start doing this. Some people do it. Some people like looking at the workout. Some people don't. I just even try to like shoes. Honestly. There was one time I came here. I didn't look at the workout until I parked in the parking lot. I didn't look at the workout until I parked in the parking lot. I saw the workout. I turned around and went back home. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, this is a coach dentist workout. Like these, these movements are made up. Like sometimes I look at the names. I'm like, I've never heard of this workout in my life. But that's why you gotta do it. And it's, it's, that's why you gotta do it. Is the dumbbell carry? Remember the dumbbell carry? We had just so much grip. Oh, when we were walking outside. Yeah. Yeah. To the side. Yeah. Oh my. I remember the get a grip and then get, get a grip part two. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, there's a second when part. When we had to hold the barbell by the grip. Oh yes. I, I don't think I've ever been angry or because I couldn't do it. That's when we probably only running one day because I ran I think three miles straight after the workout. I was walking like I'm like hey. If you guys have yeah. yeah. so coach Dennis's workouts, they're, they, they look some, really weird on the board, but it's fucking awesome. You're always leaving. Always like, he's one of the yeah. definitions of don't judge a book by the cover. Because yes. if you look at him, you think that he wants to kill you. He's, he's the nicest like human being ever. Just a tattoo in the neck that gives it away. He's an awesome guy. Though. And if you ever see him do an overhead squat, it's the most amazing thing. Have you seen him do a one-legged overhead squat? No. What? Yeah, yeah. pistol squat, overhead squat. It was unbelievable. I think he coached with like uh, he was demonstrating at like 155 pounds, and he did it. He literally descended in like 45 seconds, and he's discussing the overhead squat as he's descending. <laughs> so I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? This is the craziest, most awesome thing. Sorry, Jim. Sorry, just to bring it back to um, what everyone was saying about the, the Waterfly competing in your head with somebody, but also with yourself trying to find that middle ground. Uh, my example is the other day we did a DT, and I saw one member gotten, uh, which is, you know, was 12, it's 12 uh, deadlifts, 19 power clean, 6 push jerks, 155, 5 rounds. It's hard. Well, a bar, uh, bar, bar, barbell cycling. Someone got like 8 minutes. I was like, wow. It's a great time. Great time. So, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to beat that, though. Let me just check my, my Waterfly and see what, like, how hard the last time was. 18 minutes. I was like, all right. So there's no way I'm going to get 10 minute improvement. So let's find something in the middle here. So I'm not going to beat that guy. Let me get Charlie Colston. Let's try and beat myself here. I got 13.03. So I was like, all right, I trim five minutes off because I'm not good with a barbell. I'm strong, but I just don't have good cycling a barbell. And I lose a lot of power, a lot of strength when I try to cycle a barbell. I just really weird. Like herky jerky movements sometimes when we're trying to start go for speed like that. So a workout that's a good example of where like I can't beat that guy, but I definitely beat my old self. You have to look at your own weaknesses and put it into perspective. Yeah, you can't always compare yourself to somebody else. That's another thing. It's like we don't know 
what those, you know, those athletes have been through. Like, how long have you been working out? Exactly. So I'm not going to beat someone who's been doing this for like 15, 20 years, and then just because I've been doing it for two years. That's one thing I've really taken on the last two years. Like, yeah, I've turned into a more advanced athlete, but sometimes it comes down to I just I can't be straight. Um, what's it called? Experience. Like someone, someone same height, same weight, same everything, but like they're just better because they've done it three thousand times. Exactly. I've done like six times. So there's this, there's this man, his name is David Goggins. You know, I don't know if anyone's heard of him. But he, the one thing that I learned from him, he said, there's a lot of motivational people out there, a lot of people that work out that try to motivate others. And the one thing that people do wrong is that they try to be like that person. It's like the goal is to be different and better than that person. Like you, you soak in all the information that they're giving you on how to work out and how to be motivational. But you never want to be exactly the same as someone because you want to be different. You know, Because if you're, if you're going to be the same as someone, you're never going to be yourself. Yeah. So you always want to work hard and be yourself and also try to be better than that person one day. It's that blueprint. Yeah, it's a blueprint. You have to make your own blueprint. It's like, that's a great point, though. This is one I found that really awesome because at one point I was trying to be like a bodybuilder. I was trying to be like Jay Cutler. At one point I was lifting so much weight. Quarterback? Smoking And at one point I really did want to be a bodybuilder. I was eating that way when I dropped down a lot of weight. I had a goal set, and I was like, this is not worth it. Like, I don't want to be like these guys. Like, I don't want to be exactly the same as Jay Cutler or, or Ronnie Coleman. Like, look at them now. Like, they're all messed up. Yo, Ronnie Coleman can't walk. I met Ronnie Coleman. He, he couldn't even stand up to, to like, shake my hand. He had to sit down the whole time. Yeah. He had, like, seven hip surgeries already. Yeah. Well, that's a lot of weight that he used to be. That's his problem. Constant yeah. It's like that was his problem. All that weight, the, the effects on the spine and the hip, it was just... Oh. Sucks. Not saying that you know, bodybuilding is right. Yeah, you know, no, they did it right. And it's like it, it, with, with anything, it's there's always you know you have to fine tune things. You know, CrossFit too, CrossFit powerlifting, bodybuilding, anything that yeah. has their, their strength and their weakness. Yeah, as we sit here and talk, we've been doing this podcast. Colin, one of our members, has been here for like three hours. And now he, I don't know what he's doing. He's stacking. Are you making steps? Are you making steps for handstand walks? All right, he's doing handstand walks. He's playing tic tac toe. Uh, they're, just, they're on the internet. They're yeah. just around. Yeah. I haven't done any of them. The Dow one is fun. We did it with three. You guys did that? Dow Yeah. Yeah. Dow We did it with only four people. So I wish we, like, there was more people in the class. But uh, Coach Dan, she, she like, she said left and right at the same time. So she confused you. She said left. Right. <laughs> so I'm, like, I'm like, what did you say? I don't know which way to go. Go, shaggy man. I was like, which way do I go? <laughs> no, but when it comes out to competition, um, there's obviously everyone has like that one person they're really friendly, like competition with. Like, like sometimes I have friendly competition with Giuseppe. Like one day Giuseppe, I walk in, Giuseppe came in the class before me. He was, like, he's, I was like, how much your delta? He's like, oh, 505. I'm like, all right. I'm gonna get five times. I got you. Now. I'm gonna get five oh six. I got the little plates. <laughs> yeah, yeah. One pounder is the point five. Point five. <laughs> but CrossFit, um, I never thought of it as this. I always had a different picture in my head about it. Hold your legs. So for me to, it was a big like stepping out of my comfort zone to even do anything like this. Because in college for football they wanted us to do like like power cleans and all of the Olympic lifts, and I never did it. Like right. I, never, I stuck to the, my my three lifts, which was. Deadlift, bench, and squat. But now I feel, if I were to play football now, 
rather than four years ago. I know that's my biggest. I don't want to say it's a regret because it's not a regret having like starting this sooner. But I wish I had found something similar to this growing up. Yeah. You know, because I was an athlete growing up. I did soccer, basketball, volleyball. I was very active, but I was not fit. I was still an overweight kid, Me not too. eating the right foods. You're goalie? Not, what? You're goalie? <laughs> I was goalie. <laughs> I was. I can't yeah, kick a pass, so she said, why? <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> I totally get what you're saying. But, like, you know, and I wish I had found something that kept me actually fit. Like, yeah, working, doing those sports were fantastic. Yeah. But, and, you know, I got a lot of friends, camaraderie, all that stuff, and I gained a lot out of it, but I didn't. I wasn't a healthy kid by any means, yeah. you know, so, uh, and that's why, you know, I'm going back to be a gym teacher so I can start empowering kids to do that, to find something that works for them that's also healthy, both, you know, nutritionally and physically, you know, because those sports are great and nothing to knock sports. Like, I, I love playing sports, but that's not the end-all be-all. Because let's say you are great in high school, right? Like like you were, right? You're, you're high school, you mm-hmm. play a little bit every now and then, maybe some, yeah. um, like, club teams in college, but at that point, you're done. You know, like, what yeah. are you going to do? No, that? next level. Yeah. yeah. I don't yeah. think, what you, you know, like, sometimes, helps. yeah, sometimes with sports, they just want you to play. They don't really help you with, like, everything else. That you're yeah, saying. of course. Like, in college, they wanted me to eat so much just because I was a lineman. I had to eat, 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 and it was not, like, like fun. Like, I would be winded from walking up a flight of stairs, you know? Like, yeah. it's just not, it wasn't good for me. What, but for, the in their eyes, that, in their right? eyes, they're like, all right, we're going to get the most out of this kid that we can. I think that's a, I think that's a big thing. It's like, where's the health? Yeah, thing? like it, you could be really, really strong. I think that's what, what CrossFit in itself tries to point out is like, you can be really, really strong, but if you have no endurance, are you really healthy? Right. Or if you're just only an endurance athlete and you have that's no why it's strength, a sport of sports, yeah, if you can't you know? lift yourself up over a bar, like, are you really fit? You yeah. know, it's like where you incorporate all aspects of what fitness is, right. even though you're not, you might not be the best at. The strength, or the endurance, or this. But if you're an overall good Having athlete, that cross training, exactly. Background. I think that's and and we're thinking about the long term. We're not so, we're not talking about like say you know Ronnie Coleman. He's like he's he's exceptional right? at the time. He was very exceptional for what he was doing, which was very generalized. Mm-hmm. I mean specialized, not generalized. It was very specialized where where we try to make things more generalized. We're trying to like, we, we want to go out and do other things. Yeah, like, I mean, our workouts are, you know, they will incorporate everything, speed, agility, yeah. like any a coordination, any balance, all of it. Like we, a little bit, every single workout helps you out a little bit in all of those aspects. You know, it's not just, I want to focus on strength today. No, you're going to focus on strength and speed at the same time, exactly. you know? Mobility is a big part. I'm, I'm more mobile now than I've ever been. So yes. like I can move better, like, like it's just My favorite crazy. example of mobility Gerard and um, Dolores, 6 a.m., they come oh, in, they drive yeah, in from yeah. day, 70 okay. something years old. So maybe even their 80s. I don't know exactly how old they are. But they come in there, they could not squat. And now okay. Dolores is like hitting boxes like it's her job. Yeah, I love you know? yeah, I looked her up. They Wednesday. are phenomenal. Wednesday, yeah, Wednesday morning, she was doing uh, box squats to the, to the bench, actually. Holinda uh, Kettlebell. Mm-hmm. Doing like a goblet squat. So and she was totally fine. Yeah, I remember she couldn't even get them. Now she's getting on the floor. Yeah. It's crazy. She couldn't get on the floor. I think that's great. And And that's it. You know, in the same breath, we're talking about sports. We're talking about, you know, 70, 80-year-old members. That's the great part about CrossFit. Yeah. And and that PR of her just holding a weight and squatting on a bench is just as good as, like, my PR of trying to hit, like, 200 pounds. Yeah. She couldn't lift her arm higher than, like, probably her chest. Now she's going up all the way. She's stretching it over her head. Like, it's... You know, little amazing. things like that that's going to change her everyday life. Yeah, exactly. Amazing. And that's what, you know, so that's what I, we're trying to accomplish. I think, I forget who said this, I mean, you could have any CrossFit guru, but I'm pretty sure it was James Hobart, and he said that everybody needs 
to deadlift. Now, everyone needs to deadlift, everyone needs to do shoulder overhead just at different capacities. Yeah. You know, my grandmother and uh, uh, Dmitry Kolokov, you know, they, we, they both need to do deadlifts. Yeah. They both need to they shoulder overhead, but at, at different capacities. They both need to do it. So, exactly. So, what you're saying, like that, that goblet squat to her, you know, what that was to her, it maybe might be 205 for you. Yeah, doing a front exactly. squat. It's exactly. the same thing. It feels yeah. the same way. It doesn't matter. Exactly. You know? Yeah. And it's helping you overall, helping you be the better version of you. That's it. And that, 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 that progression. That progression. It's also awesome because CrossFit takes you out of your comfort zone. Oh, yeah. Like, I know. I, I've been a, I know, like, a lot of the workouts, I'm afraid to do things. So I'm like, all right, I don't know if I can do that. I might hurt myself. But, like, I just started doing wall climbs. I, when I did a walk, I'm like, all oh, right, I can hold myself up. Um, I was doing ring rows. I was doing banded ring rows. So I'm going to keep doing those to work on it. My goal now is to try to attempt more pull-ups. Yeah. I haven't done a pull-up since I was in sixth grade. I couldn't do a pull-up when I was in sixth grade. <laughs> I haven't done one since sixth grade. And I don't even think it counted. Those tests are such nonsense. Like the beep test. I've never done that. I don't you, were, you guys, were you guys in school when they started doing the beep test? I've never done nope. it. Nope. No. I was not there for right. the beep test. Because when I, they when I was... They call me out of there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm okay. I'm, am I the youngest one here? Yeah, yeah. Probably. You are. How old are you guys? Yeah, I'm 29. If you don't mind me asking. 29. I'm 25. You're young. I'm 32. I don't want to say anything. <laughs> you look the youngest. I'm not No, but when I was in high school, they started doing the beep test. They, and I thought it was... They, they got rid of the mile run. The beep test is when you run from one side to the gym. So you run from one side to the gym to the other side before it, before it beeps. And like over time, the beep starts short, like shortening time. So like if it's a 10 second beep, you have 10 seconds, five seconds. And some kids got up to like like level like 100. And like that was like the run just sprinting back and forth. I hated it. And like, this, like all the stretching things you have to do. With like but I feel like that makes a little bit more, coming from the teacher's point of view, that makes more sense to me than having kids do a mile run. Oh, yeah. Because um, that, you're it's again, okay. competing against yourself. Like you'll do that in the beginning of the year and I assume at the end of the year, right? So you're just trying to better yourself. Yeah. Just get one more beep than you did last time, you know? Whereas with the mile, they're like, oh, if you don't get below seven, you don't, you don't, you're not good at this. Like, that's terrible, yeah. you know? Seven, <laughs> Whatever. Like, 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 that. Say it was like, 12, yeah. like in sixth grade, I was, uh, I was, I was always like the problem child was always causing problems. So when we had to do the mile run, I just walked it. I walked it every time. I didn't care. Like I didn't, I didn't even finish the mile. I didn't even care. Like, you want me to, to run a mile for what? Like, what is this gonna show you? Like, it's not gonna, it's not gonna stop me from playing sports in school. Like, you know, I'm still a lineman. Teachers have a hard job. I love gym. When it came to high school, gym was like I love gym. Like my gym teachers were awesome. Like some of them were the coaches too. So they were like, I don't understand how kids in high school, I mean, I guess I do, I don't want to be that person, but some people just, they come to the class and, like, don't dress up, and, like, like instead of, like, like um, doing stuff in gym, they, they tell them to go walk the track. Like, that shouldn't be the mindset, like, try to help the kid get into, like, they might have, like, a social problem that they want to have, get help on, like, you're just making it worse. Yeah, go, like, go like, seclude yourself. Yeah, go walk on the track by yourself for the whole period, just because you're not dressed up. Like, that's not, like, they should change certain ways they do. I'm sure... Uh, from what I know from, you know, I'm only one semester in, so I'm not a pro, I'm not a pro at all this, but um, I know that they 
are a little bit more about keeping everybody included. So, so like, like if there's, there's a kid who's injured, for example, right, can't participate, you have them timekeeper. You have them be the timekeeper. You have them be the you know whatever it might be. You have to keep them included. You can't. That's like not allowed anymore. Yeah. You know, I don't. I've never experienced that. But people are just like you can't dress up. Like they made us. They made us like get into the clothes or whatever. But we still didn't do much. Like, my gym classes were not anything exciting. We didn't really do really? anything. No, we didn't. What was your favorite activity in gym? Soccer. Um, we, had, we did archery one year, actually. That was archery? Yeah, we had, we had a 12 person class. It was so much yeah, fun. We had, we had, a, we had a, like a, like a rock climbing course where you would rock climb and zip line across. Oh, the uh, Project Adventure. Yeah, that was cool. Project Adventure. I think my favorite was either pickleball. I love No, well, pickleball. Oh, it's like a big version of ping pong. Yes. Pickle but I just ball? played European handball for the first time. Oh, oh European, yeah. European handball is fun. But I don't know how they allow that in classes. That it's is so rough. Fun. You know what makes yeah. you better at all these sports? Is CrossFit. <laughs> I liked uh, cheap plug. There we go. Courses I liked. CrossFit total empowerment. For uh, an elective in, in middle school, we took something called the Greenbelt Trail, where oh, yeah. there's, the, you know, there's a Greenbelt Trail on the island, so we take field trips to complete the Greenbelt Trail. One was walking, two of them were walking, one of them was a bike ride. And that was cool. And in between, we weren't doing the trip. We were climbing the rock wall. And we had to tie, you know, like those those knots or whatever to make like the harnesses. Oh, like adventure class. class. Yeah, 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 it's exactly. adventure class. Yep. It's like yeah. Yeah. Boy, Boy, Scouts. Boy Scouts? Not Boy Scouts. Not Boy Scouts. Boy Scouts. Scouts. <laughs> that and they're also like, in 10th grade, I like net sports. I love team sports, but net sports is fun because I love pickleball. I don't know why. I love badminton. Badminton tennis. I love, like, that's, that's so much. I love football. You play can jam. Volleyball. I love, like, you I play can jam in school? Yeah, in, in my high school, they, they, they that was a thing. Well, that didn't exist in college. college. Can, can, <laughs> yeah. can jam was, like, relatively new. But we didn't so have can stuff jam. like that. I don't think can jam was invented when I was in school. Like, ultimate frisbee, softball. Nah, but I love pickleball, though. It's like a big version of ping pong. We should just play it here one day. Can. You know what I want to do? I actually want to set up a net in the middle and do, um, it's that volleyball with the medicine balls, basically. Yes. What's that called? Yes, yes. I can't remember. The medicine balls. Uh, I don't know. I know what you're talking there's about. There's a name. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, there is a name. It's, it's, a, it's in the CrossFit Hammer. Yeah, that's a tough one. There was one time in gym class, so um, we were playing kickball. I kicked this ball so hard. I hit I hit this uh, this person in the face at shortstop, and they weren't paying attention. Hey. And, uh, Kevin a swivel, man. That's why you gotta pay attention. You know? That felt so bad. We played, we actually in recess. Bad for not paying attention. Yeah. We used to play rugby in recess. What? In elementary school. Oh, yes. Like, it was intense. Yeah. Absolutely intense. We used to play kill the, kill the carrier. What? We used to play kill the carrier. That's like a, it was like an elementary school. Kill the man with the ball. Like Red Rover. Red Rover. That, would be, that one got deadly in the <laughs> Kill the carrier. Hoover ball. Hoover ball, yeah. Yes, Hoover I was like, it's, an, it's a president. It's some sort of president. <laughs> Yeah, we, hurt either. Yeah, some like when we were in elementary school, we weren't allowed to play any sports because kids kept getting injured. Like kids were broken. Yeah, yeah, rugby was bad. Like half the day. So then we we ended up making up a game in my in my elementary school. It's called kick and catch. That's the only thing we were able to play. There was two teams on the side of like the basketball court, and you had to kick a, a kickball, and the other team had to catch it. Yeah, yeah, okay. that's fun. And if you drop, if you if you dropped it, then you're out. If you can dodge a wrench, you can dodge a car. You can dodge a car. I wasn't a dodgeball league. Not crazy. Dodgeball's fun. It's fun now. I did not like it growing up because I was big. Crossfit. With a tennis ball? Like, peg you? That's like, well, 
tag you with the tennis ball? Yeah. yeah. We had something similar like that, too. We played it on the baseball diamond. So you would run from first to second. And the goal was not to get hit with his tennis ball before you made it to the base. And if you did, you're out. Remember suicide? It was like suicide. Remember that sounds like money and suicide. The way we just described it. Just more extreme. I might be like dating myself with suicide, but it was like handball. I played it when I was like 10 years old. That's off the wall, though. Yeah, right? yeah, it's off the wall. Where if you like, drop it, you're out. Yeah, so like you throw it, you can't. It, oh, you, you have to run, run, run to the, the wall. You have to run to the wall. Yes. 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 You got to run to the wall. You got to run to the wall. You got to run to the wall. Yes, I remember. It's a guy's sport. It's a guy's sport. Yes, it's a crossfit sport. Yeah. Ass is up. That was such a terrible game. If you touch it, like, ass is up, you got to line up and they get you. Everyone's got one shot and peg you in your ass. Good okay, see, see how CrossFit just leads to different things in life. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean, since we're talking about schools, they are putting CrossFit in schools. They're not. Awesome. Some of them are official affiliates. Some of them are not. Shaman has um, a CrossFit gym at their school. Yeah. Yep. Really? So yeah, yeah. they have legit, legit cross. Yeah. They have legit CrossFit box, and it says like yep. CrossFit Shaman. There's a lot of schools that yeah. are doing yeah. that. It's yeah. for their athletes. And, and it's so because it complements the their athletes, exactly. Yeah. Like, yes, the, some schools, they have this thing now where you can have an elective course and you can do CrossFit as one of your electives That's or cool. cross-training or whatever it's called in that space. Okay. Um, but uh, for the most part, it's for their athletes, you know, and it's such a great way to, to enhance whatever sport you are doing. You know, like I was saying before, it's the sport of sports, you know, but I'm having a lot of problems with colleges. I'm going up to them and be like, hey, come to our gym, try our six-week challenge, see how much it improves your athletes. Like, no, 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 we're good. Like, but you don't understand. You're not, though. You're not, you're not quite comprehending what I'm saying. I'm not saying I want you to join my gym. I'm saying come try this. You know, see how it helps your athletes. And from there, you know, hopefully you guys have gained enough knowledge. Do whatever you want to do. But And it's so strange that it's, you know, you see these younger kids doing it. And, co- um, you know, colleges, they're just like some of them, not all of them. Uh, there are some colleges that do have their own CrossFit, like Mary's College. Mm-hmm. Yes. She has a CrossFit in her. In her uh, oh, yeah. yeah. Yep. Oh, I think that's it's, awesome. I think it's, I think it's a, a, Wise choice to yeah. have at least at least the, the accessibility to it. You know, is it across the challenge in that new building they built? They have like a new you know, you know where the, the football field is? Yeah. Like it's like right under the 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 bleachers. It's a it's just, uh, just a whole it's, really, <laughs> it's, it's like, like a tight it's, it's like pretty. It's decently <laughs> like, it's a good size. Don't be saying this. You didn't hear it from me. That's <laughs> funny. No, but. Like what you said about colleges, like I know at the school that I go to, like I'm friends with a few athletes there, and I tell them like, oh, you you should try this. Like I feel a lot stronger from it, and I wish I would have done this when I was playing sports in college. And they're like, like no, like the coaches told us we we shouldn't do that. Like it's bad for us. Like I like, should just stick to what they're, they're And I've seen their workouts. Their workouts are like like this is what they have you working out for. Like no like like I'm sorry to tell you this, but like no wonder you guys get like and like in rugby for example, their workouts in rugby, like I saw it. Like, like, this is not really helping you much. Like, you're just hex squatting. <laughs> like, it's that really big quad. It's a, de- it's a dentist move. Yeah. Yeah. Hex squat. Hex squat's no joke, though, man. Hate that. I used to hack, when I was, like, powerlifting a lot, I would hack squat with my feet together with 225 and just, like, go up and down. And it was, like, it hurts so much. But, like, what's the point of that? What's the functionality? I think, I think you put, you put more together. It's strength. Yeah. It's focus yeah. more on your hamstrings. And your, and your quads. So the wider the, the base, the wider your base, it's, it's going to be easier. It's going to be easier, and you're actually decreasing your range of motion. Right, but also when you're bringing your feet closer together, aren't you also making it more risky? Stable. 
Plus staples. That's yeah. why you don't put as much on. I wouldn't, I wouldn't put. But I, but I have back squat. I would not try. So is it back squat machines that you should use? Yeah. I was just supposed to use. But it's it's always good to vary it. In between, like your stances or front squat, back squat, overhead squat, all those fun things. So I think it's good to vary it. Yeah. Um, yeah, but at, at the core, you should be going back to the squatting, squatting, yeah. Principles. Squatting, you know. squatting, yeah. yeah. So I think we're gonna we're gonna wrap up. Um, do you guys have any final words for for all like any of the members that are listening? Like if you like any advice you want to give them or motivation for the upcoming workouts for the rest of the year? Yeah, I mean, um, just. You know, you got to come in here with a positive attitude and just know that not every workout is going to be your strength. Like what we said before, we'd like to take you out of your comfort zone. Just keep moving, keep breathing, and just keep knowing that, you know, you're going to get better at all of this. It doesn't necessarily get easier. You just get better at it, really. So just trust the process. I know that's like a term that's coined, you know, all the time, but it is. So trust the process. Try to eat a little better. Start to take things out of your, you know, your diet that you, you know, shouldn't be really having, like I said, like, like for example, fried chicken sandwich, make it a grilled chicken sandwich, then change the bread to a whole wheat bread, then to a sprouted grain bread, to no bread, you know, like, try working on that, change out the, uh, you know, your fries, sweet potato fries, then make them, you know, put on squash fries, yeah, just little, slowly things like that. Chef James. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So, it makes, it makes a huge difference, so just trust the process, and, you know, focus, don't give up, when you're don't, don't want to do a workout, that's the time to do that workout, if you don't feel like going to the gym, that's the time to go to the gym, it's the most time when you feel like your weakest, that's when you need to be your strongest. Make your, you gotta be stronger than your, you know, your strongest excuse, pretty much. So, that's pretty much it. I just thought of a great skit. What? We could have meal prep, and uh, James could be uh, Gordon Ramsay. Shit, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just fucking, oh, call this fucking Tupperware? It's ghastly. Me. This is not a half a cup. Ghastly, fuck me. Is anything, Coach Nicky? Um, yeah, I mean, it's, a lo- any kind of fitness thing that you do, any any new um, work routine that you get into, you're gonna come up with a mental battle, and that's the hardest part. It's not the deadlifting 100 pounds or squatting. It's not the physical aspect of it. It's that mental attitude. So keep pushing. Like James said, you know, when you don't want to do it, that's when you should do it. When you don't feel like you're getting anywhere, keep going. Trust the process, like you said. Um, ladies, do not stay away from those barbells. Just don't do it. I'm gonna get big though. No, <laughs> no, bro. You're not gonna get big, bro. Those memes are fake. Yeah. yeah. So you know, call, DM me, guys, and I will, I will. Uh, do you guys want to plug your Instagram so people can follow you? Oh, I'm at the original Nikki. Yep, I'm at JTFIL. Sorry, what's JT? I'm looking right now. That's your last know. name. No, no, that's, that's, <laughs> not whole, that's not my whole last name, though. Because I have different, like, different ones. It's a JT Philomene. It's JTFILOME12. Perfect. So if anyone's listening to this who wants to try CrossFit or come in and just get a I have one more thing. Sorry, I didn't want to interrupt. Damn it, Nikki. One more thing. Just, uh, it's all about baby steps and small progress. It's not, you know, um, I was telling this to Monica before, don't do everything all at once. Don't cut out everything all at once if you're focused on food. Don't go right, don't go ham, as the kids say, into just like working out. Don't do it. You just have to go those baby steps and do those modifications. Uh, you know, that will help you get the strength to get to that movement that you can't do yet. It's not a limitation, it's helping you grow. Uh, and that's all I got to say about that. Don't, don't forget um, the reason that you're here. That's always, that's always a motivating factor. It's like sometimes we forget 
Um, why we step foot started. into the gym, exactly. exactly. So it's, it's not to be better than anybody else, it's to be better than ourselves and what we came here. Well, at least that's for, for me. <laughs> I don't know, I don't know what, you know, other people's goals are. Yeah. Yeah. So if you guys listen to this and want to try CrossFit out, yes. come work out with Coach Vinny. He'll explain. Only Vinny. No one else is good. Just Vinny. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. You can work out with Coach. You can run 800s with Coach. <laughs> no, we said I don't talk to her in the 800s. Just don't talk to her. Close your bird box and down there. I'll teach you how to burn out. But if you guys also want, uh, we are on Instagram at CrossFitTE. So, you know, check us out. We have a lot of cool content there. We and just got into our brand new spanking gym. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Not fully sure. functional. Yes. Not fully functional. We're, we're still moving some things. Yeah. <laughs> so don't worry. You got the rigs in. We're going to put them up. Oh, the rigs. We, we could definitely. We could have fun with just a, a, a block of space. We could still get things done. I mean, we have been. We've been doing that. We literally had nothing. Like, all right, everybody just. I'll give you a good workout. I'll give you a good workout on that. Carry the equipment on the side. square. Don't move from there. Right there. I got you. With that being said, thank you for joining us on the podcast and giving yeah. all your insight on CrossFit. We'll see you guys on the next episode. Bye-bye. <laughs> on the next episode.